I am so excited about this. I want to welcome you to the Purpose Project Podcast. During our time together, I will teach you how to pray, how to intentionally develop intimacy with your Creator, and challenge you to discover and embrace your God-ordained purposes. I am your host, Margie Florent. My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. Okay, so we're going to go ahead. Let's go ahead and open in prayer. So Heavenly Father, we just come before you in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We love you tonight. We thank you that you're here with us. We thank you that your eyes run to and fro the whole entire earth to show yourself strong in the behalf of those whose hearts are perfect towards you. And Father, we come together tonight, today, wherever we are in the world, we come together as one and we come to hear your word, to hear how to learn how to pray for our children and the rising generations. Father, we ask that you would anoint us tonight with fresh oil. We ask that you would anoint not only me, but I ask that you would anoint those that are hearing this word. Not only those that are here with us live, but those that are listening on the replay and those that are listening on the podcast. So, Father, we just thank you that you're here with us, that we, we have your heart by faith as we teach your people how to pray for the rising generations. Now, you've heard me say this before. We'll we'll see how it goes, but I'm not going to teach too long. I'm going to share with you tonight. I'm praying the word of God for the rising generations. Okay, praying the word of God for the rising generations. Now, as we hop on and get into this, I'm going to share with you right from the book of Isaiah. And by the way, that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to pray the word of God. Last week, we talked a lot about praying in tongues, praying in the Holy Ghost and what that produces. But this week, we want to talk about praying the scriptures, praying the word of God. And what I tell parents, grandparents, and those that are caretakers, when they see a need in their child, Instead of praying worry prayers, the best thing you can do is pray the word of God. Don't pray fear prayers. Don't pray worry prayers. But look at their need. Take their need to the word of God. And that's what you present before the throne room of grace. Why? Why do we pray the word of God? Here's why. Uh, Isaiah chapter 55 verse 10 Okay, it says, as the rain comes down and snow from heaven and does not return there, but waters the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So God says, shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. Okay, void, or if you look in the margin of your Bible, it means empty or without fruit. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So the reason we pray the word of God is because 
It will prosper wherever it is sent. It accomplishes what God pleases. And in this case, what pleases God? What pleases God is that all of our children are taught of the Lord and great is their peace. What pleases God? What pleases God is that all of our children are saved and have come to the knowledge of the truth. What pleases God? What is in the heart of God? What's in his heart is that by the stripes he bore on his body, your children or the children in your sphere of influence can experience divine healing. So when we pray the word, we pray the scriptures, we take their need to the word of God, and that's what we present before the throne of God. That's what we release into the atmosphere. The word of God, as the scripture says, does not return void, but it'll accomplish. It'll produce fruit. And, and this Jesus said, this is my desire that you bear much fruit. And he's in that context talking about prayer fruit. So it's important that we don't pray our own opinion. We don't pray our own desires. We don't pray worry prayers. We don't pray the problem over and over and over. But we pray the word of God. And here it is. Life and death are in the power of our words. So when we release words, the word of God into the atmosphere, the word of God begins to influence our children. The word of God begins to hover around them. The spirit and the word, they agree. Isn't that correct? So when we pray the word of God, it releases the activity of the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit begins to move and the Holy Spirit begins to activate around our children. You can't see the Holy Spirit, but he is there. He is omnipresent and he is working. It is so incredibly exciting to me that I'm seeing results even in my own children, okay? And we have been seeing and hearing about many of you that are seeing prayer fruit or results to your prayers on the behalf of your children. And what I would really like for you to do, those of you that are listening live and those of you who are listening on the replay or podcast, please um, contact me on my website, info at margieflorat.org or contact me through um, Messenger and let me know the amazing things that God is doing in your children. We've been doing this, This uh, my notes say this is week 11. It's not week 11 because we missed a few through a few Tuesdays, but this is the 11th time we've gathered together and we have been praying and we're starting to see results. And some of you don't yet see visible results, but Luke 18.1 says you got to keep praying and not faint. Isn't that right? Yes. You just keep praying and don't faint. Jesus said that himself. Don't faint if you don't see visible results. Keep praying. Keep standing. Keep watching. Keep doing the work of intercession. Your labors are not in vain. God's spirit and his word are working on the behalf of your children. Okay? And I'll tell you straight up, I'm not here to entertain you. I'm not here to make you feel good. I'm here to equip you to teach and to teach you how to pray for your children. 
We are living in perilous times. And I am like a trumpet that is being sounded and I'm sounding an alarm. It is time for us to stand in the gap and pray for our children like never before. And some people, they they look at these Facebook lives or they look at some of the things that we do online and it's a fad. And after like three or four times, they, they lose interest. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't know how anybody could lose interest in praying for the rising generations because they need our prayer support. We are like, as parents or godparents, we are like the errands and the hers. We hold up their arms and we help them to make it through the times and the seasons that they live in. And I am not going to quit. I am not going to faint. I'm going to continue to do this for the rest of my life. It's time, as you can see behind me, for us to pass the baton to this next generation. And I've said it before, it's coming up in my spirit. Where sin abounds, grace does so much more abound. So we're going to continue to stand. We're going to continue to watch. We're going to continue to discern. We're going to continue to pray. We're going to continue. And we're going to pray, the Bible says, without ceasing. No matter what we see, no matter what the kids say, we are not moved by what we see, what we hear, and what we feel. And I'll tell you what, sometimes you just got to go in your room and cry. Go in your room and cry, but get back up off of that, that bed of tears and get back into the presence of God and say, Father, I thank you that you hear me and that you hear me always when I pray. Didn't Jesus say that? Well, here's the secret. Here's the key. The intercessor, Jesus, is on the inside of you. So when I spoke that word out of my mouth saying, I thank you, Father, that you hear me when I pray and you hear me always when I pray. That was the voice of the good shepherd. That was the voice of the Lord speaking up, speaking his word and saying, Father, I thank you that you hear me and you hear me always when I pray. So that's the intercessor. The intercessor's on the inside of you. And you have what it takes to be, to be a prophetically praying parent. You have what it takes to see prayer fruit. You have everything you need in the Word of God. You can find any scripture that meets your child's need and you can have results. And I've said it before. I'll say it again because it's coming up in my spirit. Okay? Some prayer assignments may take a week. Some prayer assignments may take a couple of months. Some prayer assignments may take three months. Some prayer assignments take a year. Some prayer assignments, you, you won't see the results for two years, three years, four years. My, one of my best friends, um, Susan, we've been praying for one of her children as long as I've known her, which is about 23 years. And we're just now seeing one of the prayers that we prayed for one of her children coming to pass. And I'm talking 23 years, but we never fainted. We never lost hope. We stayed in faith. We held fast the confession of our faith. We didn't speak negative. We didn't, we didn't like just throw our hands up and say, I guess our prayers didn't work. No, we were steadfast, immovable, always abounding in faith, knowing that God had heard us and that he is giving us the desires of our heart. And in the case of her her child, God gave the mom, my best friend, the desire of her heart 
and that is to see her child uh, walk in the fullness of 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 the of what God had ordained for this child to walk in. Okay, so the word of God does not return void. Okay, so we we're talking about praying the word of God for the rising generations and why. Okay, then the Lord said to me, Jeremiah one twelve. He said he was speaking to Jeremiah and in context, Jeremiah was having an encounter with the Lord and God was talking to Jeremiah about the call that he had on his life and so on and so forth. But And, and that's what the context is. And he talked to him about his calling. And then the Lord said to him, um, listen, Jeremiah, you you have seen well because Jeremiah told him what he saw. He saw the he saw the branch of an almond tree, and God said, "You have seen well, for I am ready to do what to perform my word." Okay, and again, if you look over into the margin, you have seen well, for I am the the Greek or the Hebrew the word for ready is I am watching over my word. And God, that's what God does. He hastens his word to perform it. In other words, he watches over his word. And so when he hears us utter his word and he hears us pray the scriptures for our children, that word of God goes forth and he's watching over his word to perform it. And he hastens his word to perform it. And just like we said, as the rain comes down from the heavens and waters the earth and causes growth, so does the word of God. The word of God is an incorruptible seed. It lives and abides forever. And the people in the dark side, the witchcraft people, uh, they understand word curses. They understand the power of word curses. Well, when we pray the word of God, we are praying word blessings. We are praying strategic word blessings. We are like um, the person that has a dart in their hand. I know Emmeline probably would never know what this is, but back in the day, you know, before the internet and when we did things besides being on our phones, we used to play sometimes darts. And, you know, you'd get this little dart and you'd, you'd throw that dart and you'd have this target and you'd have the bullseye, okay? So it's like having, it like having when you pray the word of God, it's like throwing that dart and hitting the bullseye. Chuck would understand because he took me shooting. And you know what? The target was the center hole of that of that uh circle and so that's what the word of god does we we don't miss it we don't hit outside the target we hit right smack in the middle of that target and the word of god does not return void it accomplishes where it is sent okay job 22 26 through 30 um, says, you will have your delight in the Almighty and you will lift up your face to God. You will make your prayer to him and he will hear you and you will pay your vows. You shall also decide and decree a thing. Now we decide and we decree according to the word of God, not according to what we want, not according to what we think. We decide and we decree and we ask God, what is your will and what do you desire to do? And his will is found in his word, okay? 
you will decide and decree a thing and it shall be established for you. Oh, I'm just, God just spoke to me about something in regards to one of my kids. Hold on. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Okay. And I believe he's speaking to some of you right now. You know what? The spirit of God, he speaks expressly and he can speak to you right in the middle of my message about your child, about what he wants for your child and what he's dreaming for your child to be and to do. And, and you know what? That's how prophetic preaching and teaching and praying is. We can hear a voice, the voice of the good shepherd, and he can speak to you. Some of you have certain children on your heart, and you don't have all of your children, just certain children. Well, that's the Holy Ghost, because the Holy Spirit searches the hearts. He knows what is in the mind of the Spirit. He knows that what child needs prayer first, and so therefore that's why you're feeling or sensing that person in your heart, okay? So let's go on. I'm going to go on. Okay, you shall decide and decree a thing, and it shall be established for you, and the light of God's favor will shine upon your ways. Uh, when they make you low, you will say there is a lifting up in the humble person he lifts up and saves. This isn't actually the one out the scripture I'm looking for, or I had on my heart to share, but I'll say it anyway. He will even deliver the one for whom you intercede who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered because of the pureness of your hands. Yes, actually, this is the scripture. So there's two things the scripture is saying. He's saying, number one, you will decree a thing. This is the Amplified. And it will be established. So there is a place in prayer, and I'm still learning more about it, where we decree the word of God over our children. We decree what the Lord is saying, and it is established. Not only that, but it says also here, he will even deliver the one for whom you intercede, who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered because of the pureness or the cleanness of your hands. So we can pray, and we can stand in the gap, on the behalf of our children who are doing things they shouldn't be doing and because of our hands and because of the pureness of our hands and because we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, our children will be delivered. Some of you have heard me say this. Kenneth E. Hagin once said, he said, some people will never be healed, never be saved, never be delivered unless someone prays for them and someone stands in the gap for them. And you may say, well, why is that? It's because the enemy has got such a grip on them that that the, the prayers of the, of, of the intercession has to come in and break the power of that grip and get that thing off of them. I, I think that the Apostle Paul, I, come on, let's think about it, all of us together. Don't you think that the church was praying for, the, for Saul? You know, they were being persecuted by Saul and, and, and members of the, of the church at that time were being murdered by Saul. I can guarantee you that in their prayer meetings, they lifted up Saul before the throne of God and they blessed him and they, it blessed, you know, the Bible say, bless those that curse you, right? Pray for those that despitefully use you and persecute you. I believe they were praying for Saul. And that was one of the reasons why he had that sovereign, incredible uh, uh, encounter with the risen Jesus. 
So who's to say that our kids can't have a, an encounter with the risen Christ when we pray? When we pray, how? Like Acts chapter 12, prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God. Now, in this case, it was for Peter, who was in prison. And, and, and what happened is they were just praying and interceding. And as a result of their prayers, the chains fell off of Peter. He was delivered and the door of the prison was opened. And after the door was opened, the light shined and he walked through and he was rescued or he, he got out, right? Well, what happens when you pray for your children? The light of God will shine into their hearts. The chains will fall off from their from off of them, the bondages. They'll be set free from prison, the prison of darkness, the prison of, of addiction, the prison of what they're going through, and, and they'll walk out into a new path that God has planned for them. We don't understand everything about prayer. We teach what we know. We teach the Bible. We teach the Word of God. But some of it is actually a mystery. But we know that when we pray, prayer opens up the door for God to work. Now, I'm not going to read you the two Holy Spirit-inspired prayers that I, I'm going to pray over your children tonight. Um, because of for the sake of time and it's not necessary. Um, and, and just so you know that before I do, I'm going to be praying Ephesians 3, 14 through 21 out of the Passion Translation. And wait till you hear what it sounds like. And then I'm going to pray Ephesians 1, 15 through 23 again out of the Passion Translation. And this is going to be all Holy Spirit inspired prayers that I'm going to pray for your children. And while I pray them, I want you to agree with me. If your mind wanders, pull it back. Or you can pray in the Holy Ghost while I pray these Holy Spirit-inspired prayers. Remember, it's together that we're praying, okay? I definitely, though, before we get into the prayer part, I'm going to also be praying. This is The Lord really laid this on my heart. Psalms 121 over your children. And I'm just going to read it because there's only eight verses. And it says here, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? Listen, you have help, parents. You have help, grandparents. You have help. You just, you just would lift up your hands and be like, I just can't take it anymore. You know, it just seems impossible. Nothing is impossible with God and nothing is impossible to believing prevailing prayer. So we're going to lift up our eyes to the hills. Where does our help come from? Our help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He made heaven and earth. He made the heavens and the earth. He made your children. Before he ever formed them in your womb, he knew them. He knows how many hairs they have on their head. He knows they're going in and they're going out. He knows all about them, okay? He made the heavens and the earth. Now here's how I'm going to pray. I'm going to put their names in here or I'm going to generally put this out there and you put your child's name and you agree with me i could see many of you already have the names of your children up on the sidebar and i'm going to pray this over your children he will not allow your foot or your children's feet to be moved okay <clears throat> or slip he who keeps your children or the children in your sphere of influence will not slumber 
Behold, he who keeps your children shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is their keeper. Okay? Yes, he is. The Lord is their keeper. Screw the devil. No, we're not going to stop. We're not going to faint. The Lord is their keeper. The Lord is their shade at their right hand, and the sun will not strike them by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve our children, um, or keep, another translation says, keep them from all evil. But Margie, it doesn't look like that. I don't care what it looks like. You stand on the word of God. Matthew 7, 24 and 25, when the winds come and the storms come and beat upon your household, you don't have to be moved. You don't have to sink in the sand. You can stand on the word of God because the word of God does not return void. It will accomplish and produce what God has sent it to do. We will not be moved. The Lord shall preserve your children from all evil. He shall preserve their soul. The Lord shall preserve their going out and their coming in from this time forth even forevermore. Okay, I wanted to read that particular scripture because God laid that on my heart. All right, so before we pray, if you could please, those of you that just joined us or those of you that are on the replay, if you could please share this on your wall, I would appreciate it. Okay, so let's enter into prayer. Okay, say, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and just, just begin to, let's just begin to focus in on Jesus. Just look at him for just a minute. Thank you, Lord. We look at you, Jesus. We look, we look to you, Jesus. We know, God, that you gave us these children. And all the children in our sphere of influence, we know that you gave them to us. And we thank you, Father, that we have authority over all the works of darkness. And so, Father, we come before you on the behalf of our children. And we stand in agreement. Now, I'm going to tell you when I sense, right when I started praying, I'm going to tell you exactly what I sense. Now, remember... This is guided prayer, bold prayer for the rising generations. And I'm teaching you what may happen to you when you start to pray, or maybe you are feeling this. I sensed resistance the minute I began to pray. Now, what is that? John 10, 10, the thief, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants slumber and sleep to come upon you so that you put, you just stop praying you sense the, the resistance and you don't enter in. Now, there's two places that resistance comes from. Number one, it could come from the enemy. Or number two, you're sensing that resistance because you're picking up on that child and the stubbornness of that child in their soul. So what do you do, Margie? What you have to do is you have to press through, and I just heard the Lord say, the barrier. You have to press through that opposition. Now, remember, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So I'm teaching you not just precept and teaching. I'm teaching you by example. I'm teaching you not to give up when you sense this kind of resistance. 
Okay, so I take authority over this resistance in the name of Jesus. I command you, devil, to get your hands off of these praying parents, these praying grandparents, and I command you to stop and desist in your operations from keeping this message from going forth into the places it needs to go forth. And I pray for those that are praying with us right now. I pray, Father God, I pray that you would anoint us with fresh oil, that you would rise up on the inside of each and every one of us, that we would truly be the house of prayer, the house that the spirit of grace and supplication would be stirred up. And therefore, we overcome this resistance in Jesus' name. So, Father, we just thank you for those that are have listed each and every name on the comments section and every child that is represented here and all the children that are on my shelf, all the pictures of my children and Anthony and, 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 his, and his wife. I thank you, Father. I praise you and I thank you for all of them. I praise you, Father, and first of all, Let's pray in the Holy Ghost first. Now there's the breakthrough. I just sensed a breakthrough. How many of you sensed that breakthrough just then? Just then, boom, just like that, it broke. Ela Mahaya Kasiki Tendala Bahasha Anela Mahase Father, so we kneel humbly in awe before you and the who is the Father of our Lord Jesus the Messiah, the perfect Father of every father and child in heaven and child in earth. And Father, together we pray that he would unveil within our children, within our God children, within my children, within the, the, husband, the spouses of my children, within my God children, within Anthony, within Amanda, within Marielle, within all these children that are on the sidebar that are listed and all the children that are on the replay. Together we pray that you would unveil within them the unlimited riches of your glory and favor until supernatural strength. Sometimes when you pray Holy Spirit inspired prayers, you'll feel this overwhelming. You'll feel tears rising up within you. That's the Holy Spirit. The tears sometimes is a form of prayer. Yield over to it. And when you have the tears, use tongues with it and channel those tears in tongues. So you could feel the heart of God in this prayer for our children, can't you? So, Father, we pray that you would give them favor and, 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 and until supernatural strength <clears throat> floods their innermost being with your divine might and explosive power. Then by constantly using their faith, may the, may the life of Christ be released deep down on the inside of the rising generations. And the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of their lives. Yes, we, we believe that. We stand in agreement 
Pray in the Holy Ghost. Agree with me. As I pray the word of God, you can pray in the Holy Ghost or say, yes, I agree with Margie. Or pray whatever is in your heart that's rising up. Then they will be empowered to discover what every Holy One experiences, the great magnitude of the outstanding love of Christ in all of its dimensions, how deeply intimate and far-reaching is your love, O Heavenly Father. May the rising generations experience your love. May they experience your heart. May they experience the heartbeat of who you are and what you did when Jesus was nailed to the cross. May they come to know and understand your heart and the amount of love that you have toward them. Lord God, may you open up the treasure chest of your heart and reveal this mystery to the rising generations and those that are represented here in the comments section and those that are represented in our sphere of influence on the replay. How enduring and exclusive your love is, O oh Father. This endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding, this extravagant love that pours out into them, may it be poured out into them until these children, these rising generations are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. May they never doubt God's mighty power to work in them and accomplish all of this. Yes, Father, we stand in agreement that you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask, hope, dream, or desire on the behalf of the rising generations. Father, may you achieve infinitely more than your great, than may they achieve in, in, infinitely more than their greatest request. May they understand and know and see and realize their most unbelievable dream. And may they exceed their wildest imagination. May you do this for them. May you reveal your heart to them. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all they could ask, hope, dream, or desire. Thank you, Father, that you will outdo for them what you need to do. You will outdo it all. For your miraculous power constantly energizes the rising generations. We decree that over them, that your miraculous power constantly energizes them. Now we offer up to you, O oh Father, all the glorious praise that rises from every church in every generation through Jesus Christ, and that will yet be manifested through time and eternity. So we praise you, Father. And now we're going to pray together. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost before I go to the next Word of God prayer that we're going to pray. Oh, my God. We've got Margaret on the, on the call with us tonight. Powerful, prophetic woman of God praying with us. She's praying for her children. I was one of her sons was one of my students. His name is John, right, Margaret? Yep, John. Yeah, I remember him. 
right, let's go on to the next prayer. Don't get tired. Are you kidding me? The Apostle Paul said, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than you all. Don't get tired. There, there is work to be done for the rising generations. Now we're going to read Ephesians 1, 15 through 23. This is how you pray for your children. My friends, most people don't know where to begin. Well, this is how you do it. Okay? The Passion Translation. Because of this, since I first heard of their strong faith in the Lord Jesus and their tender love toward all his devoted ones, Father, we decree that by faith that they hear that they hear about you that they hear about your tender love and that they're devoted for to you father our heart is full and overflowing with thanks to you as we constantly remember these children these rising generations in our prayers we pray that the glory of the father the god of our lord jesus christ would impart unto the rising generations the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know Jesus Christ through and through. And may you deepen the intimacy that the rising generations have with you, Heavenly Father and Lord Jesus Christ. May they 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 utter the prayer that uh, the Apostle Paul uttered, and that is that I may know you, that I may become deeply and intimately acquainted with you, perceiving the wonders of your person. Father, I ask, we ask, together we pray according to that scripture. We pray, Father, that you would give the rising generations, Lord God, a heart to know you a heart to know you. We pray that you would give them a heart to know you, a heart to long for you like David did. In a dry and thirsty land where there's need of water, that they would have a heart for the supernatural, a heart to see your power and your glory demonstrated in their midst. May there be a hunger and a thirst on the inside of them that is stirred up by the power of the living God. We pray that the light of God would illuminate the eyes of their imagination, flooding them with light until they experience the full revelation of the hope of their calling. That is, the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds in them, his holy ones. Father, we pray that they would continually experience the immeasurable greatness of your power made available to them through faith. Father, we pray that they would have encounters with you, just like I had an encounter that day in Wheaton, Illinois, in my bedroom. Father, we pray that you would give our children divine encounters, the rising generations, divine encounters, that their lives would be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through them. 
This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of the highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. And now we praise you and thank you, Father, that Jesus Christ is Lord and ruler and exalted above every ruler and authority and government and realm of power in existence. And his power and his name is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised, not only in this age, but in the age that is coming. So Father, we decree and we declare that our children know what is the hope of their calling, that the name of Jesus is above every other name in their lives, that they would honor you and glorify you and bow their knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, because you said in your word that every knee would bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. May they confess Jesus Christ is their Lord. May they confess his lordship, not just be saved, but Father, may they confess Jesus as their Lord, therefore surrendering their all unto you. So we praise you and we thank you for all of this in Jesus' name. And lastly, I'm going to pray Psalms 121 over our children. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost first. No, 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 devil. No, 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 no. I come against this. I come against uh, what is it I'm sensing? I sense impending danger. That's what I sense. That's a prayer alert. It's for somebody either on the replay or somebody on this live. One of your children. One of the one of those that we're praying for. I sense impending danger. Father, we surround whoever this is for with faith. We surround whoever this is for with love. We surround whoever this is for with the presence of the angelic host. You said in your word that you would give our children, you would give your angels charge over our children. So, Father, we, yes, and I just heard in my spirit, the angels of the Lord encamp round about them that fear him. Let it be so for our children. Let it be so as they drive. Let it be so as they walk the streets of New York. Let it be so when they come in and when they go out. Let it be so when they're in school. I still sense impending danger. Let's keep praying into this. If you feel that on the inside of you, that's the spirit of prayer. Just keep yielding over to the Holy Ghost and pray into this. Okay, now I'm going to move on to something else. I, I, I got this once before. I come against the spirit of infertility in the name of Jesus. 
Father, you said in your word that none will lose their young by miscarriage nor be barren in the land. You said in your word that the barren woman, the barren womb is not satisfied. So, Father, we ask... And we also said in your word that barrenness is under the curse. And Christ has redeemed these young people from the curse of the law. So, Father, we pray tonight, today, that you would bless the fruit of the womb of our children. You would bless their fruit. And all the children of promise that are meant to be in the earth will come into the earth as they are supposed to by divine appointment in the name of Jesus. Okay. So, we lift up our eyes to the hills on the behalf of the rising generations. Father, we thank you that you will not allow their foot to be moved. We thank you that you who keeps our children, Lord God, will not slumber. Behold, you who keep our children will neither slumber nor sleep. Lord, that you watch over them to protect them in Jesus' name. Lord, you are their keeper. You are their shade at the right hand. The sun shall not strike them by day, and we decree this over them, nor the moon by night. They shakayanana. For Lord, you will preserve them from all evil. You will preserve their souls. You will preserve their going out and their coming in from this time forth and forevermore. It's too bad we have we have to think about time. Pleading the blood over all of our children and grandchildren. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project Podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.